0: Welcome back to another episode of Zero Lift. You're here with Ryan, Lenny,
1: oh, and John. i Brooklyn! There we go. There we go. I love how we were just like cussing at each other a second ago, and then we're like, okay, time to hit record, and then we act like we're professional. but uh, Yeah, we're,
0: you know, totally
1: we're, professional. We're, <laughs> yeah, consummate professionals, with an emphasis uh, prof- on consummate.
0: <laughs> Professionally, uh, today on uh, Zero Lift, we're going to be talking about a fashion star that can't keep pace. Mexico is the best <laughs> fans ever. And John picks an unlikely gladiator
1: Yay. fashions. That and, was You all know who savage. we're talking about.
0: Ah. Yeah. So uh, those of you that follow. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Let's talk about what we did this week. Uh, I'll start it off this time. Uh, I've actually been uh, sitting behind the rig a little bit more, uh, playing some more GT Sport on my Conquest to uh, catch them all. Uh, is the name of the game in GT, especially with the new one coming out. But I uh, started collecting every Honda that exists and uh, started searching around, and I found myself in uh, an amused S2000 GT1 Turbo. And I was pretty excited about taking that around the track. Super dirty. Well, it's in power. I think base power is like 600 horsepower. So double what my uh, favorite car has and what I have it tuned for. Uh, that's the Honda civic type R at 333 horse ponies. I, I can't do the math to do the ducks, but I'll do that in a second. And I'll bring it in here when you guys that's are talking,
1: like, <laughs> it's like 6,000 ducks, I think like 6,000 like 6, ducks. ducks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've just been racing a bit more, um, and, uh, spend time on the sim. I've also been thoroughly enjoying some of the roads out here. Um, I'm going to do the low hills actually after we get off the podcast and go through the hills and the bluffs with the, uh, the, Trees falling. It's gonna be really nice with the wife and I. So that should be exciting in the uh, Nissan Altima.
1: Cool. Yeah, Lenny, what are you doing? Lenny, what about you?
2: Uh, well, I, I don't. I haven't done anything this past week. The GTR is in drivable condition, but I'm just choosing not to drive it in its condition currently. Um, but next weekend I will be going down to Buttonwillow to watch the, uh, the finals for the Global Time Attack Challenge. Ooh, Which will be great. Be uh, camping out there on the track. There's a RV park over there, so I'll be doing the maybe hillbilly NASCAR hillbilly this weekend. Who knows? We'll or next weekend. We'll we'll see how it goes. Do you, gotta, you guys got a? You got a You got a favorite you're rooting for for the WTAC? Uh, no, but. A friend of a friend of mine is racing in the event, and he drives an Evo, an Evo 9? I don't know his name. He's a, um, okay, friend of a friend, gotcha. I was like, yeah, he's, um, he's your friend, you don't know the name? <laughs> long story short, uh, an old army helicopter buddy of mine invited me down Button Buttonwillow next weekend, and his friend is racing in the event, and
1: so. Is he in so, the, uh, yeah. is he in like the the open class, like the. Oh my god! Absolutely horrifying uh, cars. Class. Let me let me get back to you before the end okay. of this episode. I'll let you know. We need to know. Wtac cars are absolutely insane. Probably some of the craziest cars as, as far as competition goes that are out there running. Um, yeah, I would agree the amount of power and weight and like modification they're doing to production vehicles is um it's really impressive without getting into too many specifics but
0: I googled W attack cars and wikipedia gave me vehicle ramming attack
1: no 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 W T W T A C World Time Attack Challenge I just called it dubtac cuz I'm lame and I like making nicknames for everything uh okay so it's not ramming vehicles okay those look sick,
0: too. Okay.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'll be doing next weekend. Sounds exciting. I mean, John, what about you? Um, well, we put our last episode out early because I've been in Warsaw, Poland all last week. Um, so I have done nothing car-related. I did eat a lot of pierogies. And, uh, yeah, spent a lot of time on a plane. Uh, I was there for a, um, it's called Global Defense Helicopter Conference. It's basically a bunch of different militaries and industry get together and talk about things that are, you know, facing the, like, military helicopter world. Um, So I, yeah, it's a networking opportunity. So I tried to play the role of party maker and, like, The Czech army was there, and the Polish army was there, so I um, bought a bottle of buffalo grass vodka, and I went up to the Czech army guys, and I was like, hey, I was talking to those Polish guys over there, and they said they can drink more than you, and they were like, (laughs) "Eh, and then I went over, yeah, and then I went over to the Polish guys, and I was like, hey, I was talking to the Czech guys, and they said they can drink more than you, and they were, and then we all went to a bar, and um, the next morning hurt, so... Who drank more, though, John? Was it them more than you, or uh, no, who, who was the me. winner? Me, of course. Oh, like, you, you had to drink the Czechs I mean, and the Polish. I mean, who are you talking to here? Like, come on. Come on. Come, come on. Italian. Come on. Come um, on. Okay,
0: so uh, talking about uh, Ducks, uh, the uh, Honda Civic Type-R-I driving the sim is, I uh, got 5,827 Ducks.
1: What is, uh, hold on, what is... uh What's
0: uh, the conversion rate? 17. Uh, one horse. 17.5. 17.5 17. 5 ducks. Yeah. One horse is 17.5 Lenny. Yeah. What did you do to so your
1: microphone, th- bro?
0: So if we're talking duck power, it's uh
1: 17.5. Is it?
0: Yeah, you're good now. No, you're so good. One it's, thing yeah.
1: We- it sounded like you are in a field just like by you. yourself yelling. <laughs> so,
0: uh, Chasing Besides duck power, one thing we all did was we were hopping on the sim and uh, putting in laps at uh, today's race. I don't leading up hear to it. it, which was Mexico. I don't want to. Uh, That's one thing we did leading up to this. Now John doesn't want to hear don't this, hear it. Oh. mostly because he came in third place, which is a cool place to be if you're Checo Perez in Mexico. So That's right. Not a cool place to be if you're competing among the three of us. <laughs>
1: First of all, <laughs> First uh, I took
0: all. Uh, I took second place. And uh, Lenny has got me beat by uh, not much at all. I think, what, a couple tenths, if that? Currently. Uh, currently. And Lenny says he's got more on the table. I know I have more on the table.
1: John might have more on the table. He's y'all, got the
0: fanciest rig, so he should.
1: I got back yesterday. I was driving while jet lagged, uh, mm. and I did it for like an hour. What I put down again?
0: Okay, so uh, check our Instagram or our Twitter at uh, Zero Lift Podcast, and uh, we'll see if after the episode John does indeed test our uh, time series. So let's talk about uh, the actual track it's yeah, I'll, po- I'll be posting that later. time
2: there. Perfect. No, John, John, and I were were uh, on the game chat at the same time session, Mexico last night, and. He was getting some pretty quick laps but unfortunately for John like uh he just likes to drop wheels where he shouldn't.
1: You know, uh, you know like I th- what did I get? It was a I got like a 1184 dirty and I think my best clean was like a 19 something. Anyway, I think that, it was almost a 19. It was like a 19.1 I think. Yeah. I don't know. That game is schizophrenic. I got a
2: 19 flat though right there right. So
1: that game is schizophrenic there. oh. because there's certain corners where I can drive all the way into the overrun. Just just go, like on the an exit and just go into the overrun and it doesn't say a thing. And then there's other corners where I put one tire on a curb and it invalidates my whole lap. And I'm, you got to know your track limits. I think I think, like, I, I, think I know
2: and I think I know which uh, Turn sequence you're talking about—it's the compound turns uh, in sector two, right? Uh,
1: maybe. I, well, no, the turn comp- eight. No, no, I no. think it's
2: I think it's turn eight where you where you have that runoff where because it rears the track goes left, but the runoff is right, and so like the track limit is is pretty deep into there.
1: You know what? How are you
0: getting dirty in the second sector? That is that is no. I can see very dirty. hard
1: when you're carrying a lot of speed. No, you know you know where I get it. You know where it get, where it screws me is um. Or no, 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 not where it screws me. The one that doesn't make sense is turn six. That's the one. Oh. On turn six, you can completely... The double hairpin? No, the no, no. hairpin, yeah. Past the double. Well, yeah. Herpex. It's after the chicane. Double oh, hairpin. Thank you. You can blow that overrun as much as you want. You can tap the wall, and it won't call you on it. But on two, three, and four, five, if you touch a curb, it invalidates your time.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's because it's different for each turn. It's That's crap. every track in existence it's crap. and in real life. It's crap. How works.
1: No, it's crap. That's, it no, it's
0: That's crap. real life.
2: It's BS. It's actual racing. It's BS. Where, where I have an issue oh, with geez. the F one game is its inconsistency on certain corners, or what it what it seems like uh, like a varying judgment. And so, like Mexico specifically for me in, in the second sector here, I'm seven, eight, nine, and ten. You're uh, I would say you're throttling in and out between fifth or sixth, depending on 6th um, or seven. The, okay, Mister Big Balls, slower than me though.
0: <laughs> Quiet. Um the hair not in that sector. <laughs> I bet you.
2: So, oh, well, I don't. Well, I guess we're gonna have to break it down, but the sectors here in a minute with Mister <laughs> out? Well, yeah, anyway, okay. um, there I find. Uh, Sometimes if you go a little bit over on one corner, but then you're like, you have to sort of adjust if you're off offline, right? Um, And you continue to go off the track, the game, or at least the game, and this is my thing with F1, the game, is that it, it sometimes catches it and invalidates the lap time and sometimes it doesn't.
0: Do you guys oh, struggle at Maggots and Beckett, too? Are you guys just bad at long, curvy sectors? I just don't understand. I have zero issues with that particular part of the track. That's where I...
2: It's hard for, it's hard for me to to keep it uh, zero lift, if you will.
0: Well, that's not a zero lift sector, though. Like, you have to... Because you basically... If you use six or seven... So seven gives you more stability uh, as you're feathering it, and six gives you more power as you're feathering it. But you kind of have to choose between the two. You shouldn't be feathering between gears, though. You should, because you'll, coming into turn seven, you break and come into fifth. You're accelerating into sixth, and you should either hold six and keep the power right at the line as you come through that sector and then finish up as you're coming out of it in the DRS zone into seventh gear, or you shift into seventh for more stability um, coming through there, but still kind of throttling it. But because you're in seventh, you have a little bit more stability. I don't know why you'd go sixth, fifth through there at all. It's very interesting.
1: Look, I'm just going to say that you guys can talk uh. all the stuff you want, but my fastest lap is faster than Max Verstappen's fastest lap today at Mexico. So, <laughs> uh,
0: No, that is that in race or is that qualifying? What do you say for qualifying time, John?
1: Oh, that's a good point. Hold on. Let's see. Well, it just said yeah. fastest lap. Mm. Fastest lap
0: was, uh, oh, qualifying. Was actually
1: stolen. Qualify. you're right, you're right. Botas. Good lord, their qualifying times are fast. Uh, told you, buddy. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you this I'm faster than Nikita Mazepin's fastest qualifying <laughs> lap. So <laughs> it matters. that's right, that amazing. says a lot. <laughs> says a well, lot. <laughs> so let's
0: let's take this track. So for me, I just wanted to it, Mexico for me is an interesting track because it's not intuitive out the gate, like it is a hard, it's a weird track, and um. Uh, Cause it's a lot of combo corners at different speeds, and a lot of throttle control. So, like, if you're trying to play like a kid, you're gonna have a bad time. if it's just like zero or uh, no gas or all the gas, you're you're not gonna have fun in Mexico. I feel like, uh, you know, one, two, three. That combo is a third gear and like very feathery on the gas. You come down the long straight, four, five, six, still feathering on the gas. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven what we just talked about feathering the gas, long straight into 12, which is pretty normal, but then you've got 13, 14, 15 through the actual stadium, feathering on the gas. Uh, and then even coming out of 16 around the corner to start the lap again, you almost are in third, short shifting to fourth, feathering the gas to make sure you don't bump the the wall there and the, as you go into the long straight. So I mean like like every single turn in this track, is a very much feathered, controlled type of turn, more of than a completely turn it off and coast your car through type of turn or anything like that. What, what do your guys feel about that?
1: I This track is one of those tracks that like your first couple laps around it feels really overwhelming. And then after you kind of get it, it actually feels a lot... It's one of my favorite tracks yeah. uh, on the lineup. Um, something I really like about this track, because I'm weird is there's three sections out of the chicane at four or five. So from five to six and then from 12 to 13 and then from like 15 to 16, those little sections are like, you don't have much time to accelerate, but the mm-hmm. traction is good enough that you can basically floor it and go sideways down the entire straight and then immediately break And it's such a great combination of feeling out of control, but still putting it down. Um, And in a lot of tracks, when you get into situations like that, you either need to, like, you usually just spin out, or you have to, it kind of feels like you're artificially having to slow down for the section. And I like that those particular parts have enough traction where... You know, you're basically flogging the car dirty, like second into third, and then immediately braking and downshifting back again into second. Um, That, not to to toot my own horn, but especially with the motion setup, and because like when it breaks throttle, like the the chassis, like, like, skirt, like you actually feel it. Um, That felt really cool.
0: I wonder if you guys are being a little bit more drifty than I am because of your guys' style of driving.
2: Probably. I, I would say yeah. I, I I could definitely uh, what John said definitely resounds with the way I feel about the third sector there. Um, mm. Down down that short DRS zone from the second to the third sector into, into turn twelve. Uh, as I downshift into third, I'm almost like at a 45 degree angle with the apex, like before the turn. And, like, so at like. Throttle, 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 braking, downshift, downshift, like, and still, like, maybe, and maybe this is like a controller thing, or maybe just my style of driving, but like, between fourth and third gear, I'm pretty much sideways with the track, but like, in line with the apex, and like, and so as soon as I hit the apex, it's already 100% throttle into turn uh, 13 there, where it's a downshift for me into like, almost into first gear, if I feel like it. Yeah, I got depends. That's, and then like through 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 the stadium there, uh back then right back around right, like drift almost drifting the car.
0: Interesting. But what uh,
2: I, I would notice, I noticed when you were talking, Ryan, there, about the way you drive this track, and just from what I recollect uh on my experience, you and me are one gear you're always one gear up uh huh. where I am. And at each section, like consistently in each section, like I listened to to you and your gear selection, you were like, I'm in second gear through one, two, and three, almost second and third. Yeah, that
0: That one's, yeah, that one's a second, third. That's a, that's a toggle. If I hit it right, it's staying on third, but like sometimes it's second. I agree with that.
1: I don't think I'm ever in first on this track. no
0: no i i gotta so th- from 12 to 13 on that that's a tricky section for me that's the yeah. one that i really gained a lot of time on as i kept going at it because it is you come out of a dr zone hard breaking into 12 and you got to really swing that in fourth gear basically and then accelerate hard and then break down to second to hit 13 into 15 right away right. at that, that 13 and that that stadium section is really really tricky and the guy's F1 drivers make it look stupid easy. I don't know how they do it, but like that is for me a very, very hard turn. Yeah. Uh, Stadium section in general is super tricky.
1: Coming out of 14, 15, I'm in second and I'm pretty much going sideways to where I would probably spin out, but I short shift into third to straighten the car out right before I, right before I break for 16. And that is exactly the same. Such
0: a cool feeling. Um, Do you break for 16? Interesting.
1: Oh
2: yeah, I
0: don't. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I downshift basically...
2: it. It's a it's a short shift into third, acceleration, om, then almost immediate downshift, braking to second, hitting the apex, uh, then applying. Almost 100% throttle or like gradual gradient throttle to 100%. Gradient throttle
0: coming through 17. But, yeah, I don't brake for 16 coming out of 15. I basically (laughs) carry second gear, short shift to third, and then let that speed carry me up and uh, throttle control through 16 instead of braking. And then by the apex of 17, I'm in fourth. Interesting. But do it properly. That's where I had a lot of mess-ups because that's like the the 16 to 17 sector is where I had the most mistakes because I hit the wall. Because you want to be second out of 15, carrying the speed of 16, short shift to third, almost short shift into fourth. And then it's all throttle control, no braking through 16 through 17 to get sector one fast as possible. So I I don't go sideways. So I don't know where I'm uh, more Um, of the hard braking style that I have. I'm not sure. I will.
1: Well, I will (laughs) say. I don't like going sideways, guys. I don't like going sideways. I will say that I tend to have a very. I tend to have a very ass out driving style, so which admittedly is not ideal for Formula 1. Mm. Um, Formula 1 tends to reward more classic like out out in out gradual throttle response. Formula 1 karting stuff like that, uh, those chassis don't they don't appreciate being drifted as much as like a touring car would be. Um, yeah. So my, my driving style is much more like stock car, WRC. Um, like when I was doing carts, the, I was, I was proportionally much faster on more powerful carts because carts don't have suspension and they have a solid rear axle. And so if you don't have a very powerful cart and you drift it, you scrub a ton of speed. Whereas if you have a more powerful cart, you can get away with more drifting because the more power, they just they just overpower the tires and you don't scrub as much speed. So, like, when I was racing my 30 horsepower Burrell two-stroke in Japan, I would get within a couple tenths of lap records but for that class. But when I was racing KT100s, which have, like, a third to half the power, I was seconds off the lap record for that class. So... I, my driving style is very like, I guess, American, um, very throttled down ass out. So that might have something to do with like, you know, Ryan, you as somebody that don't have a background in racing and you got into motorsports playing like formula one in a sim, you might be kind of developing yourself to have a more classical style where you don't drift as much.
0: Yeah. And even in real life though. If I were to take these roads, like for me, I like to be in control of the car. And when it starts drifting, I get all panicky. So, like for me, it's like I'd rather brake early and carry my speed through the turn and have control of the throttle more than relying on the brakes. Cause well, I can rely on, I'm
1: not relying on the brakes. <laughs> That's the thing though, is that I'm, yeah, I'm carrying, I'm probably the difference between our driving style is that I'm carrying speed through the turn, I'm just on the gas more earlier and causing more rotation. And so I'm actually steering on corner exit with my foot more than my hands.
0: Where I'm steering more with my... I have, like, yeah. a, I prefer to, like, lock... i rather nail the action... Dial in the turn that I need to dial in and lock that and yeah. then have control
1: of, of, of my throttle through that, essentially. No, I'm, I, I'm I counter-steering on pretty much every tight corner. Whereas I'm... <laughs>
0: I'm basically just like okay this is where I need to put the wheel it's going to do the thing I need it to do and now I can carry the speed through it out through it so it's it's interesting again that even on uh in F1 with this circuit we all take kind of semi different approaches um John hopefully you can show me up and get faster than me and maybe Lenny uh Lenny still needs a sim rig to actually be in the same uh class that John and I are in uh, <laughs> How's Q4 looking, Lenny? How's Q4 looking?
2: Oh, Q4 is looking hella sweet. We're the about move. to have a rocket ship here this month. We'll see. There you go.
1: Come on, Sheba.
2: 60% bump is all, all I'm looking for. Six, 60% move. That's nothing. Yeah. So uh, 6 six zero. Maybe, maybe by next year, Lenny will be doing the sim rigs with John well, yeah. and I. You know, you, you don't have to go as hard as
0: John. You don't have to go as hard as John.
2: Just spend a little bit of money. Here's the thing, though. Uh, even though I'm on controller, all of the assists are off. Right, and so I feel that is just as difficult to do on controller than it as it is yeah, for it is what I cool. would are imagine. Are
1: you? Are you? So oh, you girl. know, I, I want to hear it from you guys. What? Like maybe it's as difficult. It's just a different set of skills. Yeah,
0: I'd be interested to do at times when he puts down in a sim rig. Let's let's just put it that way. Because Lenny, do you have a style similar to Johnson on the driving? What I mean, what's your driving style? I, when I can tell you things?
1: that Lenny probably has a very similar style to me from what I know about him. <laughs> oh, I like to get ass-happy. All right.
0: <laughs> Lenny and John like to both get ass-happy with their cars. So that's us uh, driving around Mexico. Let's talk about the actual professionals that uh, took their cars around the track today. Yeah, this, today was what mega, a race. mega what a race. exciting.
1: What a race. Mega.
0: Very, what a race. Are we saying mega to annoy John? Is that yes. the word that... <laughs> just, yeah. I was super chuffed about this race. I mean, chuffed? seriously yeah dude absolutely chucked mega
2: race so much oh my goodness uh so gutted, I'm mega gutted for Valk, Valtteri as well man yeah gutted. I was
0: gutted for Vautry because I like him because he's he's going to alpha and he
2: put on Jeez, a great pole position man. Mercedes uh, just doesn't want to give him a break no uh,
0: I mean ah uh, part and then <laughs> Ricardo was doing him dirty but that's okay because it's keeping him out of the points and I'm okay with that so race start uh you know Max is uh, in third position, which is rough, but uh, coming into turn one, uh, he uses the slipstream of Botas to swing out wide on him. They went three uh, three wide with um, Hamilton on the inside, Botas, and then Verstappen. Uh, Verstappen basically regulated everybody and swung around and took off. Never be seen again. Uh, while Ricciardo came into the ass end of Botas, spun him around, uh, Checo went into the grass and then regained third position betwi- behind Lewis, uh, and the rest of the field kind of mangled about from there. Um, I-, I don't know about you guys, but I. Sonoda was
2: Sonoda was swept up. Sonoda uh, and, and Mick and, got, uh, got swept Mick up in that to. somehow. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, that was because they were trying to avoid the wreckage of Bottas, and I think it had to do with Ocon. I think he came over the backside of Ocon, if I remember correctly, mm. uh, to knock out Sonoda. So. Uh, that's a little bit of karma for him for messing up, um, (laughs) qualifying for Verstappen, but I guess it worked out because I I, I I watched the replay. I
2: watched the qualifying highlights on YouTube. Um, I gotta say, I don't really know what, what y'all are talking, what everybody's talking about with Sonoda. I don't know. Um, It was was all (laughs) over the mainland. I don't think it was that big of a deal. I don't, I feel like, Yeah. Max had to lay off, but that was kind of like a, I would what I would call a racing incident during qualifying. I mean, that that should happen. Yeah. I'm tough. All uh, right. Uh, that
0: was uh, lap one. Went into a safety car for about five laps. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, and uh, Verstappen got a great start out of the stadium section we were just talking about, turned uh, 15, 16, 17. Out the jump as the safety car went in and, uh, again, was gone and nobody saw him again. Yeah, you're <laughs> The the main battle was um, Lulu versus um, Checo, which references the fashion star. I can't keep pace Um, because uh, Lewis was complaining that uh, these guys are quick and tires are gone. Uh, It was solid. Checo put on an excellent chase. I think one of the more memorable quotes was uh, Checo saying, uh, these tires are great as he's like
1: 45. Tires are getting better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 45 laps I, into the media, and is complaining.
1: I have a question. And Checo's fine with him. I have a question. What, what is up with Checo, who is my favorite driver by the way, uh, okay. Checo and Norris can like get tires that resemble Afghanistan <laughs> just <laughs> bombed out and depleted. <laughs> And they're just like, ah, these tires feel really good.
0: Oh shit! Okay, it's
2: so,
1: resilient as all.
2: Oh, hell, huh? They, okay, so you're, you're
0: are you they, saying Norris because he's your second favorite driver?
1: No, I'm saying Norris because Norris is is also infamous for like the one race, the the one stop race, and he was the
0: last to yeah.
1: And like, and he'll go 35, 40 laps on tires, and like. They'll be like, hey, Norris, maybe you should pit, and he's like, no, nah, tires are good, and like, I, I, yeah,
0: or, the- or, didn't pit, and then you should put wets well, on, on, and he But walks. that's, but- that's,
1: that is, that was a strategic problem. You can't deny that, like, he was still setting, like, podium pace laps up until the point he pitted on tires that looked like, you know, the shit my mom used to drive on her clapped-out minivan, like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about those two and making tires last, but it's uh, <clears throat> really entertaining to me.
0: Okay. So the idea is that uh, basically Nor- Norris, he was the last to to basically uh, pit today. Uh, and he did do awesome on his job, uh, except for the wet issues, obviously. What race was that? Was that in? Uh, Sochi. Russia, Sochi, Yeah. Um, so Checo has been known to do his tires and I think most of it has to do with driving style. Like I, again, if we look at, if we were to do a, a tire mapping of your guys' tires and how much you scrub off versus I do, I think that's a big part of it. Look at how I'm feathering it with the gas. I'm not braking and, and getting sideways. He's very clean on his driving. Yeah. Mark Weber used to do the similar type of thing, right? Uh, he used to have a very good dancey kind of pedal management, um, so really, it just is a matter of how you race. Uh, Checo happens to have a style that is very able to carry a speed through, brake, feather on the gas, and not throttle hard and and really tear him out. So, um, which again, Norris, being that he plays a lot of sim games and comes from that background and karting, maybe carries that too. Um, has wanted to work on that. Um, I'm trying to think. Norris hasn't really had any sort of teammates that he would have learned that from, being that he had science and. Is that it? Did he have any other teammates besides Science or Ricardo? Um,
1: I think I think that's it. Yeah, at least in F. Yeah,
0: in F one anyways. So yeah, uh, but yeah, Checo has been known for, but it, it's always been attributed to at least when you listen to like Brundle or when I've listened to like uh, Weber or Button. <laughs> uh, Their different styles of driving. It really tire management comes down to how you do the throttling and what we kind of talked about earlier. Whereas if you're going sideways and Carrying your speed that way, it might scrub off more
2: tire faster. Um, can, we, can we keep it on Checo here for a minute, just because? Uh, yeah, I was scrolling through Instagram here before we hit record, and I came across some great memes from today about Checo and his tire management skills. And one of them was like, "You change tires because you have to. I change tires because I'm forced to." built different 100%. or something like that it was great yeah
0: checo is the master of tire management which it makes him great uh for a teammate for verstappen i love that it checked out that lulu was pinched between the two um so or, carrying or, or, on with the or, race
2: wait 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 oh there's one yeah. more of checo that i just okay. came across uh and that's the one with the dude celebrating like on the podium right he's like spraying champagne on his face and it zooms out and he's in third place Right. We'll get to that here.
0: We'll get to, we'll get to that here in a minute. So, uh basically uh we go through all the pit sequences Verstappen comes out back ahead. Uh Checo, there's two great Checo moments that happen in this mid part of the race. So, um he t- first off he tells Verstappen to hold Lewis back, uh, which is hilarious. And then uh his engineer tells him like tires are good, brakes are good. Um, everything's good except for, he forgot to mention the engine and Checo goes, is the engine good? Just joking with him while he's just like chasing down Lewis Hamilton. I'm like, this is amazing. Like how much extra brain space you have while you're fucking racing around Mexico. Awesome. Um, so that was hilarious. Um, he put in a pretty good fight. Um, Lewis got held up a little bit by Norris, uh, even though, uh, cause he wasn't getting blue flag yet. I allowed Checo to check up, check checkup almost basically passed him. Lewis finally broke free of Norris uh they ended up running into George Russell, who they got tied behind, Lewis got past Checo didn't. Uh Ooh. at this point Lenny yeah, at this point Lenny, that's some secretive Mercedes shit right there. At this point, Ooh. uh it's a Russell It's a bribe. Basically probably cost of the race. He almost caught up again as as he charged his batteries for one last haul in the lap the last lap. I was hoping Kimmy Räikkönen right, uh would hold up Lewis a little bit more, but he didn't. So we got P1 Verstappen, who took off into the sunset, Lulu, uh, who couldn't keep pace uh, and barely managed to hang on to P2, and then Checo and P3. And celebrating uh, after this, obviously, this cracked me up. Uh, Verstappen and, and Checo and Red Bull team in general are just celebrating and cheering in the stadium area, and the Mexican fans are cheering them on. And Lewis, it, they're... they're it, the camera stays on them for a while. And then it cuts to Lewis next to like the gate, just like wiping sweat off his face. Nobody else is around <laughs> just for Mercedes so somber, just so somber <laughs> and sad. And he also parked his in car in second was, place, like, In second place, by the way, he's like crying, uh, as he, as he gets out of his car, just like exhausted. Um, it was phenomenal. So, and then obviously on the podium, everybody's cheering for Checo and it's a great race. I absolutely love today. Uh, Verstappen stays in the lead, the constructor championship going into Brazil next, uh, this weekend is I think maybe a point between Red Bull and Mercedes. Um, so looking yeah. good.
2: I, I think this is uh, one of the best Valtteri seasons took ever. The fastest lap there, nicked it from Verstappen uh, at, at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. so That gives him the extra uh, point. I got to say, wholesome, huge, wholesome moment post-race uh, for the Checo family. You got Checo's father running down. He was uh, so hyped. Super hyped. He was just running down the track with Mexico flag, just super hyped on his yeah. way to the podium. Uh, then while on the podium... I don't know if you guys noticed, but Checo's son was like, yep. just on the corner, leaning, leaning, leaning there in the corner, just dreamy eyed, watching his dad take third place in Mexico GP. So that, that was out um, of tier to my eye. That's pretty cool.
0: First Mexican to lead an F1 race, first Mexican to be on a podium right there today. And then also, uh, Verstappen gets three times first, uh, first F1 driver to get three victories in Mexico City. And that is after uh, in COTA, where Red Bull got uh, 199 and 200 podiums as well, so it's been a it's been a good couple of weeks here for Red Bull. It's, uh, hopefully, they carry that forward. I'm not biased at all. Um, I
2: think they're going to carry this momentum into Brazil, into Interlagos, for sure.
0: Yeah, which uh, we should be putting down track times here sooner than later. Uh, which we will keep. Are you uh, sure you want posted. it? Yeah, we. Well, we. So that's actually where we started. We started really doing a lot of times in Brazil when we first mm-hmm. did this competition between us. I think I'm
1: still, uh, I'm still in the lead here.
0: It's the usual for most tracks: is you're in first, I'm in second, John's in third. So
1: okay, first of uh, all, first of all, I'm usually ahead of you, <laughs> fart lord. All right. I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, true. It's usually Lenny, me, you. Okay, I, I, I'll uh, admit when I'm had, but like, okay. But Lord, I think you're ahead, ahead of me on like one track, two maybe.
0: <laughs> all right, I gotta go make sure I'm ahead of you in Brazil then. So let's. Let's go to Interlagos and put those tracks down. Uh, if you guys have F1 2021, you can compete with us. Post your times on our uh, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, call us out. If you beat Lenny, really let us know. That's important. Beat the Brazil.
2: absolutely. I'm needing
1: a challenge for sure. I got my Brazilian busy on today. Also, actually. If, if you listen to us and you are faster than Lenny and you use a wheel, uh, definitely heckle him because he's poor and doesn't yeah. have one
0: for for now. So Lenny, Lenny, in Brazil Lenny has a 18102, I have a 18945 and John has a 1097.
1: Okay, I spent 15 minutes <laughs> in Brazil. I spent 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, excuses. It, Brazil. Oh, it sounds like third place to me, buddy. I'm like, sorry. I've been in Poland oh, all okay. week. have you guys even know how to spell Poland? We did-
0: We did Brazil like uh, four or five months ago, like when we started this podcast. Yeah, and I spent maybe half an hour there. You have an excuse every time you're in third place. So, anyways, folks, I I want to make a
2: confession here that I really hope that it rains next next week in Brazil. Max. Should we do
0: wet laps? We don't have any wet laps at all in our times between. We us, could try though. wet laps. Absolutely. We do, we that's that's a
2: new challenge. Whoosh. All right. New
0: challenge fans of zero Lift. We're going to do a wet challenge at Brazil. If you have the 2021 game controller or wheel, let us know. It's up on the Instagram at uh, zero
2: with podcast. Uh, I'll admit I'll probably suck here. All right. So we're doing, yeah, I'm no. not too good in the wet. We're doing Brazil. Wet. Let's see what happens. Brazil. Brazil I, well, wet. I mean,
1: we could, we could do both dry <laughs> and the wet. No no, dry wet. no, 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 no. We're going to pick one. I don't got that kind wet. of time. Oh, okay. oh, excuse Brazil me. Whoa, okay. John's John's a busy guy. Uh, so we're so voting wet. right here. You guys got Brazil you guys wet. want what? Brazil wet. Alright, Brazil wet. I mean I don't because I hate the wet. <laughs> <Brazil> <laughs> wet. <laughs> but I'm gonna do this it. Sounds awful.
0: It sounds so awful. Okay, Brazil I'm wet. So
1: stressed out.
0: All right, Brazil wet. See if you can beat our times. Uh if you uh don't want to take the challenge of wet, go to dry, and just beat John's one oh nine, let us know. First of um, all, first of all the easy. lap it's record
1: the, the lap record is a one ten five, so I'm faster than Everybody
0: except for John, uh, John, you're still slower than, than myself and plenty is what matters. Uh, so John, we can at least try to give you a victory today. And the fact that we're going to do 20 questions, uh, we're getting back to that after doing a couple of the, uh, scrap race daily. Um, I think that it's only fair. You've got a pretty decent car. You said it is a unlikely gladiator of a car, whatever that means. Uh, there's also an extra stipulation of a game rule today. Uh, yeah. And one more congratulations again to Checo for getting P3. Uh, yeah, go my, Checo. My favorite so boy. What, let's go. What's, what's the stipulation today?
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to play What I Wish I Was Driving, which is a game where I think of a car. I don't tell these other two yahoos what it is. And they have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what the car is. Um, if they guess the wrong car, the game's over. Um and the additional stipulation we have, because these guys' level of car knowledge just does not remotely compare to my own, uh, is that at at question ten, I will allow them to use Google as an encyclopedia as long as they don't ask Google like direct questions, like you know, who won the nineteen eighty five F one championship or what. Just as an example, but they can use Google as like a Look at various car models, what kind of engines they have, blah 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 blah. uh, because I just don't think they have a chance otherwise. So with Uh, that I mean that
0: is that shot's fired on you, because I obviously don't have the car knowledge of John, but that shot's fired on you for beating him in every single circuit,
2: apparently.
1: Well, you know, there's
2: that's fine. It's probably warranted.
0: Then he might not have the uh, car knowledge John, but he does have the driving skills. All right, let's start it off. Uh,
1: <laughs> let's, let's talk about <laughs> real-life kart track racing anyway. Um, uh,
2: okay, so I'll admit that John, really quick, that John is faster than me consistently around a kart track, but I might make a run uh, at any best lap time that he might have. Fair enough. Now All leave right.
1: before, before crashing. <laughs> yes. All right. It's true. Uh, OK, <laughs> with Popcorn that, Canyon. with that, let's let the questioning begin.
0: Is this a Japanese
1: car? Japanese? No. Does it have a V8? V8? No.
0: Does it say a European car?
2: Euro? Yes. Is it rear wheel drive?
0: Uh oh, contemplation and, on. And so face. it begins. So it begins. Are there two. Con- no,
1: hold on. So, there trying, might no, be two no, configurations. Well, no, 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 no. I was, I was, I was thinking of being cheeky. It is not a rear-wheel drive drivetrain configuration.
0: Also, you didn't mention generation. Do we need generation on this one?
1: No. That is not a question. That is a clarification. No, you do not need generation.
0: Yeah, so we're on number five here is this car uh, turbocharged
1: turbo yes oh okay
0: so would that does that limit the countries it could come from or is that all of them
1: no it's pretty
2: much all of them at one point uh this is car this car built an- in the 80s
1: was this car built in the 80s yes
0: is this an italian or german car
1: is this an italian or german car no I like the multiple choice question out of the yeah. field there. Notice how I calmly answered it without giving you guys any <laughs> shit.
0: All right, that's a callback, guys. To I uh, spent getting upset about John's multiple choice questions. I thought we only get one of them, so I figured I'd use it.
2: Word. Hang. I was kind of thinking that it was uh, an Audi, in not gonna lie. So that's yeah, just so
0: there, I just knocked out two of them. So now we're into weird cars. Oh, Germans are barking. Look out.
1: Must be mad that it's Bad. not. Audi. Is Obviously this a, a British squirrel. car, John? Is this a British car? No. Wow. Oh, now we're in debt.
2: This car race in WRC. Did this car race in WRC?
1: Oh, yeah, it did. Interesting. It's not Italian ton, or
2: German.
0: And we can whip out Google. Or British. What other uh, countries are there? The WRC and uh, French. That's a good question, right? What other French. countries
1: are there? Is this a Peugeot? Is this... is this a Peugeot? Yes.
2: Is that ten or is that eleven? I might. This I is might now count.
0: eleven. That was number ten. Now we're on eleven. Okay. How do you spell? P- is that with a P E O?
1: E E G. It's Peugeot.
0: Peugeot, that's
1: right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I wish I would have picked a Renault, just because you guessed Peugeot. I know I was gonna,
0: gonna guess Renault. I was like, oh, is that a Renault? I forgot about. Um...
1: Yeah, a lot of people forget about the Peugeot.
0: Yeah.
2: So, it, uh, and this is a turbocharged Peugeot that was made and raced in the 1990s. '80s in WRC. Yeah, I think that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> is this it
0: <laughs> is that group b then
2: Ooh. funny i don't know I, I haven't googled anything so and
0: um. you guys know that that there was a, a a 504 pickup but it's not actually a pickup car that's funny uh but it's the 504 as the turbo injection uh, I went to Google. It's dangerous. John should not have given me Google. <clears throat>
1: yeah, you're going to be stuck there all day.
0: No, I'm not. Is this car a group B? Is
1: this a group B car? Yeah.
2: Is the last number in its name a six? Is the
1: last, we'll say. Where are you seeing this, Lenny? Is the last character in the name of this car yes. a six? Yes. Sure. Thank you. I'm not.
2: I'm seeing this in my mind palace, Ryan.
0: Okay, you stay in your mind palace. I'm <laughs> gonna go get dirty on Google. See, I'm not seeing any uh, sixes for the group B's. Hmm. Like a like a. a the, I'm, I'm uh, trying not
2: to go to Google here, people. Are Our you saying? Are you saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep the integrity of here. You have
0: you have the car oh, that's, knowledge. That's I
2: admirable,
1: Lenny. I, I thought so you'd Linny, go to Google. So,
0: when are you referencing the? when I'm talking to you here. Are you referencing the six as a V6? Is the final donation of this car? No, he's saying the you know, name like,
1: of the car. The
2: name, yeah. In every um, like Peugeot models are usually, Like, there's a number. mm Hmm. Just can't remember because I'm not too keen on Peugeot's if it was like a two oh if it was the two oh six it's a newer model. I know it's still in production today, but I wonder if that was when it was introduced. But I'm not I'm not a genius savant on Peugeot's. Yeah. Well the only one I'm seeing on Google here
0: is the T sixteen. I mean it was turbocharged. Two oh five T sixteen.
2: 205 T16, and that would fit the last character being a six in its name. So, John, yes. John, well, John didn't give me the correct answer directly, uh, didn't give me anywhere red, red herring there. So, that's good. Well,
0: okay. So, just based you know,
2: off of his, you know, historical maybe TV that would eight. be my
0: guess of what I'm seeing on Group B. <laughs> uh, okay. On Google. It- none of the others uh, have a six in it. Because we got the we got the two hundred five T sixteen, the three hundred five V six, the five hundred four, and the 29. And that's Porsche. So that's it. Those four. And this is a.
2: Are, uh, is are there weird. any? Can you see if there's any differentiating differentiating like features in them? Really quick.
0: Oh, I got to scan real quick.
2: Um, and was this Peugeot four wheel drive?
1: You said was it all wheel drive? Four-wheel drive. Yes. Yes, twice. Was it a hatchback model? Was it a hatchback? Yes, it was.
2: Did you know... <clears throat>
0: if this is the right car, it was actually... Um, the 205 T16s were under Gene Tott, who is the uh, most successful cars to compete in the last two years, of the World Rally Championship of Group B era. And Gene Tott is the current... Uh, F1 guy. Look at that. That's the correlation right there if this is the car.
2: I mean, (laughs) damn, then you just stole the show from John. (laughs) That's all. The rug pull him. Uh, Um, I don't don't know if this is the
0: car. we got to narrow it
2: down. Delivery. Delivery of Peugeot in the 80s for this car. Blue Red.
0: I think this car also depe- compete. Did this car compete in the Dakar?
1: Uh, I believe it did. Let That's me. number
0: fourteen, correct?
1: Yes, it did compete in Dakar. I mean, not like literally the same car, but that model.
2: Yeah, I think we're we're good here. Do you try to pull it? Do you just I want think. to pull up and hit the J?
0: Yeah, okay. John, is this the 205 Turbo T16?
2: It
1: is indeed the Peugeot 205. <laughs> T16. Don't <take> me Google. <laughs> uh, the most winningest car in the Group B series, uh, originally based on a Peugeot 205, which is a front engine Econo shitbox that when the Group B craze hit, they built a bespoke mid-engine, all-wheel drive, turbocharged model with huge rear flares just to take it Group B racing. Uh, We talked about doing Group B here soon, and I'm definitely not going to pick a Group B car if we do those episodes, because that'd be too obvious, so I decided to slip it in here, and I was not uh, sure of y'all's knowledge of French cars, which is why I made the Google rule. Um, which,
0: which is also cool because again, like I said, Gene Tott, uh, who is the current FI uh basically um president. And this car chassis engine for this model would later underpin the Quasar concept car, which is pretty cool looking if I uh say myself myself. Yeah. Very I, had,
2: I had forgotten that Joe had stuffed it and made it mid and mid engined <laughs>
1: So ridiculous. <laughs> That's crazy. It is Less than 2,000 pounds and in its most advanced form was making about 550 horsepower. Absolutely. Death <laughs> trap. Death trap. Yeah. And it had t- uh, to, uh, turbo lag like you would not believe. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just amazing that this ship box is so fast. It, that just is like, and you throw some fancy, throw a little bit of arrow on it and a nice livery, and all of a sudden it's just spanking.
1: Just absolutely spanking. So the the Peugeot and the (laughs) Renault Group B homologation specials are some of my favorite cars of all time because they're both Econo hatchbox, boring pieces of crap that they threw the engine in the back, gave it a whole lot of turbo, and just went and did wild stuff with them. Um, So I think that perfectly exemplifies what made Group B interesting. Ursh. for sure yeah. nice nice showing boys
0: tease tease okay, for thank you thank people. you thank you thanks for letting me use google that's not fair for me uh
2: i i almost i almost got that car without using google so that's good
0: you did when you narrowed down i just used my google hawk skills of i just typed in group b and then scrolled down on wiki uh the internet is my encyclopedia so yeah, awesome, awesome job. So that was uh that was our episode today about uh, racing F one. Uh apparently all drive a little bit differently. We should have a group B episode coming up soon. Well episodes, I'm sure it'll be like four or five of them because we'll talk about individual cars for entire episodes racing and then uh we'll probably have to go ahead and play some dirt two and utilize those or WRC, whatever your choice is. So World Oyster. That has been another episode of Zero Lift. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Zero Lift Podcast, Twitter at Zero Lift Podcast. And if you're really old school, you can even email us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, questions, concerns, lap times that are faster than John.
2: Anything. Idea episodes if you guys. Idea uh... episodes
0: if you got them. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. I've been Ryan.
2: I'm John. Want later. Keep it pinned. See you next time.